Let's Cover That podcast is brought to you by CMNF Group, professional liability services for over 200 healthcare professions. Visit our website at cmfgroup.com slash podcast for more info. Hey, everybody. Will Sullivan here with another episode of Let's Cover That with my co-host, Antonina Agruza. And today we have with us Erica Jane, co-founder and CEO at Healthy. Erica, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Erica, can you tell us about how you got into the healthcare industry and what kind of gaps you saw as you made your way through your profession? That's a great question. I've been fascinated by the healthcare space for as long as I can remember, um, whether that was in college or post-college and consulting, focusing on healthcare or working in nonprofit. I've always just found the challenges and opportunities in healthcare to be so real and so impactful in every person's life. And the genesis of Healthy was actually in watching my parents go through the process, like 50% of Americans, of struggling with weight loss, being on you know diets like Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers. And they lost 35 pounds each and have kept that off now for eight years. Um, going through the process of working with a corporate wellness team because my dad's company started offering these benefits. And so I saw that experience and how it transformed my parents' lives. It's the reason they're not diabetic today because of the personalized, longitudinal, ongoing care that they received. As I dug into the industry, what I realized was that that unfortunately was so far from the norm of how we were approaching healthcare in this country. Um, I met my co-founder, we were students at the time. I had zero intentions of wanting to be an entrepreneur or starting a company, but it really was just delving into this problem of why aren't more people getting access to this type of personalized preventative healthcare? And so what happened is that that kind of set us on this journey. We talked to dietitians, health coaches, therapists, and just asked, well, how could your services that have been proven time and again that are so unrepresent, underrepresented in our healthcare system and fast forward underbilled for, um, how could we make that more accessible to people in this country? And what we realized were a few key trends. One is that unfortunately, we had really focused as a society on one-time medical procedures in office as our healthcare experience. And as a result, we were ignoring 99% of healthcare decisions that we make on an everyday basis. And that two, technology to support our healthcare industry had really been designed for one-time episodic care in person with zero engagement before and after an actual visit. And so as a result, our healthcare system was just, you know, fundamentally broken. And everyone says that, but the way we saw it was there's so much more to what healthcare can mean and should mean to keep people healthy beyond just a one-time physician visit. Do you find, Erica, just kind of coming into modern day, you know, a, a lot of political debates are on prescription drugs or, you know, we need more access to physicians or hospital reimbursements. And it almost sounds like 
you know, not that those aren't, you know, necessary conversations for the healthcare landscape, but, you know, it almost is like inverting the paradigm of, of what most people need, like you said, just like continuity, that longitudinal aspect, like you're saying, and it's, you know, like, where are we with setting up an ACO that actually revolves around not just primary care, but fundamental nutrition, just like health coaching on habits and things of that nature. So is that kind of like the gap that you see is like all this infrastructure is being built, tons of money and dollars, but then we're kind of missing the target still on, on just the fundamentals of what do you eat when you wake up? That's a really beautiful way of describing our approach to date is that we're focusing on um, the, the tip of the iceberg, although I'd, I'd say candidly the, the opposite in, in your metaphor, which is you need to go to the hospital for an acute visit. But most of what I think individuals and families really need happens outside of that acute visit in the hospital. And that comes to shape in, do you need to see a therapist for preventative, proactive, you know, just your mental health? Do you need to see a health coach to help you build a healthy lifestyle and have habits? Do you have a particular disease condition, MSK, COPD, for which you need to have a specialist that you don't need to go in for? You just need to meet with them and build that ongoing relationship. And in the case of women's health, we work with so many incredible women's health companies. Women go through so many experiences whether it's prenatal, postpartum, menopause, et cetera. And our healthcare system just fundamentally falls short when you think of the OB-GYN as just one point of experience relative to needing the therapy, the lactation consultant, the doula, and all of those ancillary care providers that overall can help you put together a comprehensive care team that in the long run will lead to much better outcomes. So I think that's really the, the, the missing piece in how we've approached healthcare to date. I do think that's starting to change. COVID accelerated so many needed trends in healthcare, but we're still top of the first inning in, in, in healthcare innovation relative to where I think we will be in the next three to five years. And it's because all of a sudden consumers expected and demanded something different from their healthcare when they couldn't go into a visit. And the healthcare system was forced to adopt overnight in order to really stay afloat in a way that's going to, and we've seen this, usher in a new generation of how healthcare can and will and should be delivered. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So so give us just a bit of the background on, you know, how, how does healthy effectuate that change specifically? Like what are the specific items that it helps tackle for the nutritionists and access to the clients, the patients, and, and vice versa? Great question. So we actually offer infrastructure for next-gen digital healthcare organizations um, that offer virtual first care. So we offer a fully brandable API-first uh, suite of solutions for healthcare organizations of all sizes, pre-seed to series C, um, to leverage our platform. We have an onboarding system. We have a booking. We have, in my opinion, the best healthcare calendar on the market full EMR platform, payments infrastructure, and then a, a marketplace of integrations um, of other tools that our fast-growing organizations need. So for example, we have startups um, in, in over 25 verticals within, um, within healthcare that also need product analytics tools. They also need CRMs. They also need 
um, to integrate with email campaign tools. And so Healthy serves as that operating system for our organizations to focus on what makes them unique and special and not recreate the wheel when it comes to building out core infrastructure. And so what our platform does today, and we've been in the market for seven years, has really evolved from that initial strong foundation in nutrition and health coaching. And why that is so unique and powerful in the industry is that when you think about the tenets of successful care um, for for health coaching is that it's building those long-term relationships between providers of care and receivers of care. Insofar as you're typically working with the same provider more than once or the same care team more than once. And so what we've seen is this really exciting influx of new organizations that have really come about the last few years who need this suite of solutions, an EMR and client engagement platform, and there is no need for them to be building this in health in-house. It's not differentiated. It takes millions and millions of dollars to stand up and scale and support. It takes time away from what makes these companies unique and special. And candidly, at the pace in which the market is moving, there's no time for companies to build in-house, but rather what they can do is leverage healthy on the back end and build out their own unique patient experience and clinician experiences on top of our core toolkit. And that's what we've seen an incredible amount. Our customers are doing inc- amazing things with the platform, and we're all still just getting started. That's amazing. Do you have any statistics that you could share with us about you know general ROI that these clinics are seeing due to using Healthy? Yeah, great question. So, I mean, on average, our customers are saving millions of dollars a year on dev spend because just to stand up and scale the fundamentals, you need a minimum of two pods of engineers and product and QA. And on top of that, there's the time saved. You can get launched and healthy in a matter of weeks versus the typical 12 to 18 months to go to market if you're building in-house. And we've seen that time and time and time and time and time again. Um, which was really exciting. I think in many ways, healthcare infrastructure is following in the footsteps of uh, how fintech and consumer tech really changed the nature of how you could take payments online or sell products online. And that's really what Healthy is doing for this next wave of digital health innovation. Do do you find, Erica, that because you're starting to put that lead time so far ahead of what it used to be, and through COVID and everybody being remote and, and not being able to be in person or even with their employer, you know, it, is that quote unquote gig economy within healthcare expanding? Because now it's, you know, listen, I'm a nutritionist and I've, you know, one of my business partners is a health coach. We can get in the market in, you know, in a month and be providing our own services the way we want to do it. Are you, are you finding that you just have a lot more entrepreneurs trying to push in to the marketplace rather than just kind of keeping aggregators? That's a great question. We are seeing movement towards innovation across the spectrum, whether it's a venture-backed digital healthcare startup who you know raises some money or wants to scale um, and doesn't have the time or need to build in-house to traditional healthcare brick and mortar, we work with medical clinics, um, grocery stores, gyms, universities, all of whom need to stand up and scale virtual care, down to the individual entrepreneur who's 
has no barrier at this point to getting started and, and, and seeing clients uh, either on the side or full time. And that's what's really powerful about the, the way we built out our platform is that organizations of all sizes can use the platform. And that is really powerful because it's the same toolkit, the same product of, and the same fundamentals of how do you help our customer, how do we help our customers build those long-term relationships with their patients and not have to rebuild core infrastructure like a calendaring platform, a charting platform, the ability to take insurance, the ability to create super bills, the ability to have a client engagement suite, because that's what we are the best at. Awesome. Do you have any partnerships or big milestones coming up that you'd love to share with us? That's a great question. So a big focus for Healthy in 2022 and 2023 is partnerships and integrations. Um, I think, unfortunately, the last generation of health tech, I look at tools like Epic, Cerner, Athena Health, they all built walls around their businesses as a way of being moats. And as a result, we see this in our healthcare experiences, it's really hard to retrieve medical records. It's really hard from data to flow from one system to another. And that has all happened at the sacrifice of, of healthcare outcomes and costs. So we are leading in this new generation of tech platforms that really and genuinely believe that we are API first. We need to integrate with other tools and platforms and other innovators in this space, because that is all overall how the healthcare system will move forward in a positive way. And we are a part of something that's bigger than just healthy, because if we can integrate with interoperability companies, with HIPAA compliant CRM tools, with HIPAA compliant product analytics tools, with all of these wearable devices and companies, with all of these clinical assessment tools that are innovative, emerging, and proven to be good for our healthcare system, we are going to, all of us together, create a better healthcare experience for the consumer. For healthy, that can, you know, is independent of whether our customer is in behavioral health or in um, MSK or in women's health or in, you know, whatever the vertical is. And so for us, it really comes down to let's build out that ecosystem of other in interesting integrations. And we have over 35 integrations today. Uh, we have dozens more in the pipeline. We're really excited to be um, partnering with other next-gen digital healthcare companies. Yeah, it's, that's amazing, Erica. Especially, you know, what you're kind of speaking to, you know, the the EHR and all these infrastructure needs. It's it's like a it's a direct analogy to just the healthcare system, which is segmented and not communicating well. Whether it's C-suite with the medical, you know, medical equipment company or pharmaceutical companies working with hospitals or directly with primary care. It's everybody has their, their approach and, you know, to a certain extent, like pridefulness and how they want to operate. And it just inhibits the patient care being centered on everything. Whereas you're democratizing everything and just giving access to the real purpose of what we're doing here, which is to get access to patients to what they need. Um, are, are there specific areas within healthcare? Um, yeah, I know you, you mentioned MSK, you know, nutrition, behavioral. Are there other ones that you foresee this kind of expanding into in the near term that excites you? 
Um, we work with incredible organizations in over 25 specialties. So the caregiving space is very interesting to us. We're seeing a lot of innovation there. We're seeing a lot of innovation in virtual pediatric services. Um, so providing ABA therapy, autism care, and just childhood education services online. Social working is another really interesting space. Um, there are so many, there's so much innovation happening in healthcare. And again, we're just getting started. And what Healthy, you know, Healthy's role in this is that we are empowering our customers who are at the forefront of this innovation in digital health. And overall, what we're, and we're, what we're playing in is a couple of core themes, which is one, um, healthcare is happening outside of the four walls of the hospital, and that is a good thing. And, and people don't need to go to the hospital as much, and they can receive better and more affordable and faster access to healthcare virtually. And number two is that the way we need, we are thinking about healthcare is just very different because um, consumers are really asking for that longitudinal relationship, whether it's in our concierge medicine organizations or whether it's in, you know, I mentioned women's health, um, that nine month, 10 month journey of being pregnant and, you know, even longer when you think about fertility and postpartum. That is what healthcare needs to look like, and that is what Healthy's customers are doing. Yeah, amazing. No, I mean, when you look at the longitudinal aspect, it's it's almost anybody who has a friend who's in healthcare, it's you get that question at the first day you know you're pregnant, you get that question at the 18-month mark after you've had the child and you're talking to the lactation consultant or the sleep coach or the nutritionist or whatever the case may be. So it definitely makes a lot of sense. It's amazing the work they're doing. Thank you. And you know, my, my favorite part about the job today is that when we speak to other founders, other clinicians, other product folks, and other engineers who are looking to innovate in the healthcare space, everyone is doing so because either they or a family member had a poor healthcare experience and they are motivated to make it better for others in the future. And I really feel that if we, so many of us just do this and take our part and are in this for the right reasons, that's how true innovation in a space that is long overdue for innovation is really going to happen. And again, I think we're just getting started in, in the digital health space. Venture funding for digital health is, was at its all-time high last year. We're starting to see the fruits of that labor pay off in 2022 and 2023. And a lot of these newer companies are really going to find their footing, build out the payer-provider relationships, unlock their, their growth in, in the next few years. And it's going to be really exciting to see. It really is. Super exciting. And we really appreciate you sharing your personal anecdotes and your journey and everything that Healthy is doing. We're super excited to see where you guys take it next. Thank you. That's another episode of Let's Cover That. Thank you, everybody. And Erica, amazing to meet you. Thank you.